Well, plenty of B-roll. Oh yeah, I'll have to say that. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. We're starting. Oh, wait. Welcome back. I'm not sure how this goes. Is that the start of the podcast? Yeah. It's been like Our intro a couple, couple weeks, so. Travis is like, I'm leaving. <clears throat> Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, and this is, this is Trav. You already know the two uh, quote-unquote stars of the show. Even though Trevor the, and Matt. Even though the team is the star, it's yeah. it's clearly a lie. I still need to make those team is the star shirts I was going to make. They just say tits. Down <laughs> team is the, would you wear that? Yes. Okay, I'm totally going to make like 20. I wonder if they've copyrighted that saying or not. I don't know. I'll find out when I make them. I can't find the tranny picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Off the Crossbar. So. Our podcast. We were on hiatus, apparently, until we got a win. Yeah. And we got a win. So now we'll we're, start losing again. Now we have back. something to talk about. Yeah, well. And not cry. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. I'm a sobber. And I click my pen too much, and you can probably hear that um So what do we want to talk about? I don't know. LA Galaxy, Chicago Fire. That's the first, uh, actually the first bullet point is intro. Intro. Well, you can cross that one off. Oh, I okay. ripped the paper. Oh, no. Okay. By That's like a 1940s radio show. <laughs> 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 like when you're going up the stairs. Uh, anyways, yeah. let's talk about the galaxy. All right. That was a wet one. The match, I mean. Speaking of wet ones. Yeah. Bruce Arena's vagina. <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of old. So maybe not. Okay. Has he gone through menopause? Is that the implication here? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. This is a tr- good start. And it's about <laughs> as good as ever, so. Yeah. Anyways. So LA Galaxy, what was, what was the final result? Does anyone remember? Zero, zero. Yay! Woo. Most exciting draw I've seen all season. Yeah. That was actually a good match to watch. Nick Romando being a hero. As usual. As usual. We had our hour delay to start the game. Yeah. Which was the best something. national anthem ever. Yeah, that was actually. Uh, I I have a soft spot in my heart for acapella, especially when it's not. I like, wasn't talking about singing. single singers. Yeah. Well, I know. And then there was that one lightning thingy and some other stuff and. Anyway, I was a little sad that it ended. Here's looking to you, SmackDown. I love that like they were trying to get the guys to stop singing the anthem, and they just powered through it. They just like ignored it, and they were like, no, this is America. They should have Once sung you start the speed. anthem, you have to finish it. It's true. It's so, the law. Honestly, we could talk about LA Galaxy all we want, but we'll probably just end up talking about Chicago Fire, so let's just move on. Because I think they're the, actually the same match. That's fair. I mean, in all like literal terms, it's probably not or something, but but I mean, I'm, cool. I was really happy with it. It was one Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I was happy with both, but L.A. was more entertaining. Yeah. But it was on the flip side. It was good to see us play against Chicago, and it seems like play we always a little do bit. well in Chicago. Yeah, we do seem to do a little bit better, but it was good to see us power through dirty soccer and get the points. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, Sabo uh, got a goal. Sabo got a goal. Uh, Luke Mahalan got a goal. Right? Fuck. Uh, and let's be honest, his defending was 
Good. That wasn't the word I was going to use, but... No. <laughs> Flo- I would... S- uh, floating in the middle is not my ideal placement for it. Less than ideal. Less yeah. than ideal. It was a little weird to see him back, basically in the right back spot, repeatedly making like the same sorts of mistakes. And it makes me wonder like where that was last year. Because he just sort of faded in and out of games last year, and I, that was yeah. my major complaint. This year he seems to be more consistently in them, but maybe not for the right reasons. Yeah. Is this down to formation, or is he just kind of... He's become indecisive, I feel like. I mean, he looks for a pass, and then watches that pass come and go, and then dribbles into the face of Omar Gonzalez. <laughs> and just, run, well, face yeah. to chest. Yeah. He, he's, I don't know, he's not very calm on the ball. Like, it seems like he's panicky anytime mm-hmm. he's in possession. I mean, it's a, And I don't mean that as, like, an anti <coughs> thing. I do. But, okay, that's fair. Here's like, the thing. Glad like, someone said it. He's probably our best option there right now, right? Maybe. Eh? That's kind of my, my thought, like... The other thing, though, is, like, when Javi's healthy, maybe it's Luis and Jordan. Yeah, sure. maybe. Uh... The other thing is, like, we haven't seen Luis really shine outside of that central spot. True. Uh, but maybe, and this is the next point on our magical list of points we call a bulleted list. Yeah. And it's written, actually, which you'll find is quite unusual. Let's not skip Chicago that quick. Oh, the I'm show's just... going to be 15 minutes long. <laughs> no, we'll end up talking about something that doesn't matter for an hour. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Chicago. 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 Is that how you say it? Something Excuse like me, that. I have to spring. We should ask. I uh, thought Vasquez was really good again. That penalty was a really horrible <laughs> penalty, but I mean, it was rightfully called. Oh yeah, he just didn't tuck oh. his foot when he slid through. And there were a couple other mistakes he made in the match, and and actually, this brings us around to one of our listener questions, right? And maybe it's okay to talk about a listener question not at the end. Yeah, but I don't. I don't actually know if that's the case. It's relevant. Oh, and it's from former podcast co-host... Trevor Brady. ...who has departed this mortal Utah plane. <laughs> he now lives in the shadow realm. Or, as it's more commonly known, Cleveland, Ohio. But... His question, which is very strangely phrased, as usual, every CB is healthy. That's the first sentence. It's not... It's not a question, question Trevor. and it's not true. Yeah. So I think it's a he's saying, strange. if every CB is I healthy. Know. He should have said that. Does Vasquez start? Ooh. I, I think, think no. No, but he puts in pressure on the other guys. Yeah. He's not a guaranteed starter, but he's making an argument for it. Yeah. I mean, like, has he shown, I guess, more than Chris Schuler has shown in the first, what, six, seven weeks before he took the injury? No. Mm, no. I no. I don't know if... Schuler and Olave as a pair are better than Vasquez and Let's Olave, see. or Vasquez and Schuler. Right yeah, now. and I, I was wondering the same thing. But as we look at Vasquez developing, and we can see him actually like developing out there. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, at least he's not the finished product, right? Yeah. Which is not what we expected from him. Uh, if he was the finished product now, we'd probably have a lot to worry about. But to see him actually like make improvements. Yeah, he's still only like twenty yeah. or twenty-one or something. And you can see it. Yeah. That, like that. The penalty against Chicago. Uh, Chicago. It was yeah. it was Aaron Mond against Seattle all over again, right? Yeah, same position, whoa, 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 same task. Let's not go too far. That's but that's that's <laughs> yeah, what it was. is. It's a hundred percent experience and pro- composure. It has yeah. nothing to do with technical or tactical abilities or ability to read well, the play. It's just mental composure. And the other part of that too is 
Sean Maloney has played a couple of games of soccer in his life, and he made a little bit out of that tackle. How many times but, has he been relegated, I wonder? Um, I don't know. More than Vasquez. That's he probably bullied, true. He played for Celtic for a really long time, and he was never relegated there. So, oh, he, But he did bounce up and down a little bit in England. But yeah, yeah I mean, it was a foul, but he, yeah, yeah. he definitely like threw himself in yeah, the and ground. You can't blame him. But you do that. Like, yeah, you, that's what you do. I don't know. That... That's an inter- actually an interesting question from Trevor. I think that if, if if Vasquez keeps playing as well as he has for like the next six weeks or whatever, and Schuler's hurt, and then everyone's healthy, I don't think Schuler necessarily gets his spot back automatically. Yeah, yeah I I agree, but at the same time, Schuler didn't do anything to lose his spot, right? Except get injured. That hasn't been that hasn't mattered in the past though with other positions. No, I, yeah, not necessarily. It, it's. Look at when Lynn Luis lost his spot last year when he got hurt. Yeah. And then Luke played really well, and Luis didn't get his spot back. Yeah, and and maybe it's down to training and things like that. Like, yeah. Maybe it's hard to judge at this point. Um, and it might depend on position. But if we if we go back to that Olave Schuler pairing question, I think the 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 Olave we saw in the first four weeks is totally different than the Olave we've seen since. Yeah. He was like, ugh. He was the, the start Olave of, the of old. Yeah, the, yeah. the 2011 Olave, where we thought, well, you know, we probably don't need him anymore. Yeah. yeah, and now he's like the 2009 Olave. So he's done the exact opposite of what Robbie Finley did. He's like Benjamin Button. Only pretty. Prettier? And buff. Isn't that Brad Pitt? Yeah, well, Olave's a very good-looking man. True. And he could, like, crush you with his thighs. Among I'd be okay if Brad Pitt tried to crush me with his thighs. That's fair. Huh. You do look kind of have a, a Brad Pitt thing going on. I'm grasping at straws. I just like men with strong thighs. Are you talking about, like, Fight Club Brad Pitt or Snatch Brad Pitt? Because... Either. Oh. Wow. I'm trying to remember what I've seen him in that is, like, pretty bad. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think he really makes bad movies. No, he's like the anti-Tom Cruise. Jason's mom was pretty bad when he was in that. I am, um... Fuck you, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it was a joke. Matt's over here like, Jason's mom? Is that like a summer movie? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? Is that it? part of the Friday the 13th series? <laughs> Is that I would watch that movie. Yeah. Anyways, um... I don't. Uh, Vasquez has played really well, so yeah. I don't think he loses his spot automatically when Schuler comes I back. I don't think so either. Because but... you kind of have to worry in the back of your head, like how long is Schuler going to stay healthy before he gets hurt again? Yeah. Because he was. I mean, he was healthy last year, but that was the first full year that he's until put his face together. got smashed yeah. in, which wasn't remember, his fault. What, what What is his injury now? Uh, it was something with his knee or his yeah. leg or something. Or ligament. Some something sort of to do with his body. <laughs> and it wasn't like a. An incidental type thing. It, it wasn't was... like a contact. No, yeah, yeah. So we we do have plenty of reason to, to worry about that. I think you're right. Um, how about Demar Phillips and Abdullah Mansali? Uh, Demar Phillips putting in two very good performances, but has not. You know, he's had one or two like kind of mediocre ones as well. Yeah. Is that just getting used to the team? Oh, um, I think so, and I think that he fits that four one three two formation better than he does the. Four, three, three. Yeah, and and maybe that's down to like the overlapping areas mm-hmm. because you saw he combined really well with Jordan Allen, right? Yeah, uh, he hadn't combined really well with say Olmes Garcia, but maybe that's down to Olmes Garcia being that player on the left. Yeah, and I don't know who does combine really well with Olmes, and that's not a knock. Yeah, he's not he just yeah, that's true. Plata. 
He's not like a midfield combination player, though. And yeah. I still I can't watch Man Sally without fearing for a red card. Yeah. Or a red yellow or just a stupid foul. And I I can sympathize, but I think he's actually like shown a lot better than Absolutely. that this year. So. And part of that's just experience because he had never played fullback before. Yeah, not two consistently years ago. at least. Yeah. yeah, he'd always been a forward, and he tackled like a forward. It was kind of fun to watch. True. Tackled like Brian I remember Mullen. the FC Dallas match when he like broke that dude in half <laughs> right after coming on. <laughs> is that is that when he tackled him at his waist? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. on the and west he got a yellow side, for that, right? Side uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that was a good time. Okay, uh, so we've been dancing around it a little bit, and not literally. Oh. There is no dancing going on in this apartment. Yeah. I mean, studio. It's still early. Studio. Yeah. It's a studio apartment. Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah. 4132? Uh, no, let's talk oh. about Jordan Allen. Oh, Jordan oh, Allen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I think he's you could, been okay. You could argue <laughs> between him and Nick Romando, like, it's hard to say who's been the best player of the last two games. And not just the... I mean, even before that, Jordan. Yeah. He has a game-winning goal this season. He hasn't had a bad match. I mean, he's been... Quiet, but cons- not bad. Yeah. 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 And even quiet, not like disappear from the game completely mm-hmm. quiet. He's been good. Yeah. And I think he's kind of like a starting player now. And he's... Oh, and it's a little crazy, right? He's 20, 21. Yeah. He's, he's still... And he plays midfield, which is like... Okay. He, he plays midfield, which is supposedly like our deepest position. Yeah. And he's but, just but shot not, straight right? to the top. Yeah. Like the only other player we have in midfield contention right now... Okay, we have two. Pekka, who we still... We saw him in one match, right? Just a tiny bit. That was bit. Marks, I thought. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, he played a little bit in... For and John Sturzer, who's who's consistently been coming on, and as a substitute, kind of yeah, securing things, has done all right. As a starter, he tanked, but along with everyone else. So. Yeah, that was the New England match? Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. I don't know if fun's the word I'd use. Oh. But maybe it would be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Jordan's been great. But that was kind of like all the hype around him, too, when we signed him last year was, yeah, like, this kid's really good, and he got hurt. Yeah, and But he's, he's come back, and he's proven it. Yeah. He's, he, he's kind of doing, oh, don't crucify me for this, but he's kind of doing what Johnny Steele did in 2014, yeah. 13? Yeah. I think he's been better than Johnny he, Steele was well, that year. better, but he came on with the bay and got everybody hyped, and yeah. now it's just whether or not he can keep it up. If he does, great. I want him to. For me, the difference is Jordan Allen completes his passes. Uh, Johnny Steele looked a lot like Luke Mahon this season, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Who, maybe the honeymoon's over a little bit. Maybe it's not. People still like yelling Luke, so maybe... I'm really excited to see who gets the first Luke Mahon tattoo on their ankle. And or Jordan Allen. And if so, I hope you never follow me on Twitter. Oh, is it Heather? Is that? No, I'm saying I'm going to be the first one. Oh, okay. I was looking under the table to see if Jason. So, once you get a Jordan Allen tattoo, but have him as like that Leroy guy in Enter the Dragon. Leroy Jenkins? No, that's World of Warcraft. No, Enter the Dragon, the like uh, the karate movie. But double dragons? No, it's from the like it's from like the 80s. Dragon. Bruce Lee? Something? I know no. what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Was I have no Enter idea what I'm talking about. I think about. Another Dragon might have been Bruce Lee. It's something that Dragon. That, one of those karate guys, right? <laughs> Trick noise. 
I'm looking for it right now. Okay. As you continue looking, let's talk about another player or something. Kyle Beckerman, he's been pretty good. As 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 he does. As always. You can you can talk game. about Kyle Beckerman for five hours or five minutes and still get the same point across. He's really good. He always has been. If he has a bad game, it's because he makes a single mistake. Yeah. Long may he reign. This is what I'm talking about. The last dragon. That would be a great Jordan Allen tattoo. Wow. That looks like Jordan Allen. The last of his kind. The best. Okay. Of the best. Of the best of the best. Yeah. Sir. It was like Shaft meets Bruce Lee. It was a great movie. You should totally check it out. Is it on Netflix? It might be. It's Ooh. from 1985, so... That is it could be. older than me, so... The bad guy's name in it is Shonuff. I'm not making that up. S-H-O space N-U-F-F. Shonuff. Wow. Well, on that note, uh, should we move on to formation talk? Should we yes. take a break? Should we... Let's... We get to take breaks in this? Yeah, we take breaks. Sometimes. Usually it's just us hitting spacebar and then hit spacebar again to start. start all... Yeah, they're not really breaks. But if you need to like use oh. the restroom or something, you don't crab, have breaks on your first day. Like we know you're not used to the the formation and style of this podcast, so yeah. if you need time, we understand. It's very demanding. I'm not responding to that comment. That's probably <laughs> uh, justified. Is so, there anything else we should talk about? No, I mean we're going to talk uh, talk about I think some of the major points once we talk about the formation. We can go from there. We can talk about how that's going to affect us against Montreal. And uh, I don't know anything about Montreal. It's in Canada. Play like America did. That's my strategy for us. Play Montreal. That's Score six goals in Montreal. Okay, we're taking a break now. Okay. I know. The statute of limitations have passed already. What's that? I said the statute of limitations have passed already. Well, that's good. So we should go back so Bean can punch a cop? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not deleting that one again, so... <laughs> Sorry, Bean. We love you. Who's Bean? Never heard of him. There we go. We've solved the problem already. Uh, so, as we continue talking about soccer and stuff, we could talk Is about that formations. Let's uh, do that. How many teams can you think of that play 4-1-3-2? I can think of one. Manchester United. No, I'm just kidding. And actually, you. I don't I, even. I watch United. I'm like, I don't know what they're playing. But that's I, not a bad thing. So people are saying that Real Salt Lake played a four-one-three-two, not a diamond against LA Galaxy and Montreal Impact. I mean, Chicago Fire. They both had that Clopas guy, right? Yeah. So uh, sub formation of the four-four-two. Yeah, and that's that's uh, definitely the right way to look at it. And some people are saying, you know, it's basically a diamond. Some people are saying it's definitely not a diamond. I want to know where you guys fall. I think the... the uh, like, it's, go ahead. It's, oh, I mean, kind of similar to the same shape, but it functions differently. A diamond, you've got the diamond that works together and moves like more as a singular unit across the field. Yeah, give, and it might give like, or take. morph a little bit. And yeah, but they're all skew. essentially tied together. The 4132, there's a little bit... It's more fluid. A little bit... Well, I wouldn't say fluid, just less attached. Hmm. The roles aren't as... There's some freedom to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Freedom. I wasn't kidding. No, I meant... No, I... like... Okay, no, I think that's a, a good way to look at that. Uh, I think they play a little wider, too. 
yeah. seems like the the like side midfielders in the diamond mm-hmm. wouldn't play as wide as like Jordan and yeah. Luke had. And and that that was something that Jeff Xar tried to get at last year. Yeah. And I think was part of the impetus for going to the four three three and now this four one three two. Um, Width. But like, I is it's not really a formation you could just plop Ned Grabovoy into, I guess. When yeah. you had a, like a perfect formation for him, and I miss him so much. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. <clears throat> Jason, are those tears welling up? Nope. Oh. I'm just trying to think of. No, he was asking Christ. Oh, it's almost like. Oh, oh. you guys share a name. <laughs> Yeah. Right over your head. It's almost like <laughs> that I'm just trying to think of how I picture that four one three two. And open and, FM. I'll show you. <laughs> I, I see it. It's like, already open, I know it. No, it's actually not I haven't played in months. Oh my god. I know. What's, um what's my deal? I mean, it, it's almost like, like a, a flat three, right? In mm-hmm. in the attacking midfield and maybe they play a little deeper. But we also saw Luis Gill kinda staying forward a little more too. Which he would you would normally do with the diamond, but it's almost like the flat three. But the three are people are thinking when you, when you're saying the flat three, they're thinking that you're meaning like Jordan, Luis, Luke. Yeah. But I think it's Jordan, Kyle, Luke. I think you and see the both. one is ahead, not behind. Yeah, it depends on the on the face of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. In defensive phases, you're what we saw was more Jordan Allen getting back and defending Luke, getting like back a, and doing that thing he calls defending, but we're not sure what it is. He's British. He knows how to defend. He knows uh, how to get stuck in. Stuck in. Get stuck in, mate. <laughs> Hit him again. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh. It's like a 4-3-1-2. Yeah. And, and, but it flips. And that, I think, is what makes it a Why little more interesting. Gosh. Because when we saw the diamond, we saw those two wide midfielders, and they weren't really wide, but you know, wide in yeah. the diamond. Um kind of staying like between those two you know steps yeah but this seems like a formation that that allows those players to drop deeper and to get higher um am i are, are we overthinking it is there's never a possibility of that but i've never overthought there's anything always in my a life possibility of that. i don't, I don't think well, i feel like that's pretty spot on that's what I like. And it's interesting to play with two target forwards instead of like a target forward and, and you know, a smaller forward. And maybe that's what like line. enables this formation to work. Like we see Sabarillo now like making runs he didn't have the freedom to make before. Yeah, because Dev can play that hold up spot that he hadn't been asked to play before. Yeah. Which is everyone likes to say, like, oh yeah, he holds the ball up well, but it kinda kills other parts of his game when yeah. you're relying on him to hold the ball up. And so he yeah. can float around a little more and get into space and like make like diagonal runs and this stuff we didn't get to see from Sabrio for like the last five years. Outside yeah. of like some rare moments and, and they usually work pretty well. And he did his job well, but Trevor, you look like you have something to say. I'm just contemplating. I think one of the biggest things is and it's it enables the attack a little bit more because of that defensive midfielder that one. Yeah. So it puts a little bit extra stress on Beckerman, but if he does his job and is able to protect that whole area by himself, it frees up those three midfielders and the two target forwards to push into that final third. Yeah. 
They kind of like overload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one interesting thing we're seeing, I think, is that <coughs> excuse me, Tony Beltran's playing a little differently. Yeah. Right? Where he'd get forward a lot more, like with Luke Mulholland on his side, Luke is like in the last two games was very central yeah. at times. Like in the attack he'd just move centrally. Luis would be kind of like a third of the way into the left side and Jordan Allen would be all the way on the left side. Um I don't know. Like like what is Tony's role in this formation and like how much can we say a fullback makes this, this formation work? Like is it DeMar Phillips too? I'd He's almost playing more like a wing back than a fullback. I'd say we sense. need those fullbacks. I mean, we, I mean, I mean, nobody has fullbacks that sit on the half and wait anymore. Oh yeah. Um, but with this system and with the diamond, if you don't have fullbacks who are who can just as easily get into that final third and, I mean, more put put crosses into the box, but also make runs into the box and still get back, it's it's useless. Yeah. And we're definitely seeing that with DeMar Phillips. I might contend that we're actually seeing Tony Beltran almost stepping alongside Kyle Beckerman mm-hmm. um, in, in this like lopsided, staggered formation. I don't know if that's just because Luke Mahon's ahead of him and he loses possession a little more frequently than Jordan Allen. It's because Luke Mahon sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. No. I mean, he, he's, good at, he's good at some things, right? <laughs> his, uh, his runs from, you know, from deep in midfield into the box tend to be very good. He finishes well. He plays a good long ball sometimes, as long as it's not a dead ball. Yeah. I'm just being negative. Oh, I don't blame you. Uh, but like for all his good qualities, he has you know two or three pretty bad qualities. But they're the easy ones to spot, so I'm jumping on it. I, oh, I, I kind of agree with what you were saying about Tony playing with Kyle, though, because if you watch... The back line, that's, I said wing backs like snarky, but that is kind of how they play. They don't play flat at the back anymore. Like yeah. Tony and DeMar are playing ahead of the center backs. They're not playing where they're all yeah. in a row. Like yeah, and that's, that's that's pretty normal with any attacking formation Yeah, in the 20th, 21st century. Yeah. Thanks, you dick. I was trying to sound pretentious. Did it work? Yes, it did. Oh, good. Jason would probably pass it back to the keeper and expect him to pick it up. <laughs> Come on, Michael Bradley. Oh, oh that guy at the last game. Oh. Which one? The one you got into it with. Oh. Yeah. I Jeff should learn not to do Jeff that. Jeff Caesar. Jesus. Never mind. Yeah. No, I... Uh, yeah. Next podcast. Next episode. Oh, we should have him on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, guy. If you're listening, give us a call. Uh, we don't publish our numbers, so you'll have to find it. Yeah. We don't have a dedicated podcast line. We, we should get a landline. <laughs> oh, we should get a landline and do a call-in show. And that would be great. It would be nobody something. would call. It would uh, be we me going outside accounts. to call. Before we get up, Charles and Trevor call. Get up, not Alvin Hacks call. Oh, that's true. That would be good. Ned grab a voyage. Not Ned grab a voyage. <laughs> I love that account. Not um, Ned grab a voyage. If you're listening, we miss you. I don't know what else you want to talk Oh, oh, but going back to Tony a little bit, like, eh, what we saw with, the, like, his passing stats, he typically, you know, last season we get, you know, 80 to 85% passing, one of the top passers on the team. Uh, in the past couple of games, he's been right around 60 to 70 with Luke Mulholland playing ahead of him. I'm wondering if that's not a coincidence and if it's more than just, like, Luke's not great. I sort of suspect that 
Tony's being asked to play a different role where, like, build-up play just isn't going down the right side. Yeah, it's been going down the left and more like central really heavily. Lot, yeah, but you have Jordan and Demar on the left. Yeah, and even when Demar's not there, you have you know Phillips and Mansali. That's that is what I meant. Okay, just check. Uh, and Olmes Garcia yeah. and potentially Joao Plata when he comes back, and and maybe Tony's all by himself. Yeah, and but maybe like. His like change in roles is enabling this to work a little bit because Kyle Beckerman's left alone a little less often. I don't know. I'm I'm probably overthinking that, but I think it's something we could watch over the next few games and kind of get a better sense of. Yeah. But we'll have to wait until you know Jordan Allen comes back to really like evaluate it again. That sucks to losing him right when he's like. Yes. Heating up. I'll well, see you guys in a month. It sucks for us, but it's, it's also pretty him. good for us as in U.S. us. Bajinga. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to leave the house now? Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll win the World Cup. So, <laughs> with that in mind, should we talk about Montreal? What we might be missing? What we might have back? That sort of thing? Let's do it. And I don't think we need to take a break this time because I don't have, like, a list of music prepared. So You'll just that in. I agree with Glenn. I want Plata to start. Well, he is training. So sort at least he's not, like, not riding contact. a bike. He's yeah. jogging. Yeah. He was doing finishing drills today. Was he? Yeah. Mm. He finished quite He just well. didn't play in the scrimmage. He is a pretty good finisher. Jaime was, too. I forgot he was on the team almost. It's been so long. I can't so wait for long. that guy to score a goal. It's I know. Awesome. He almost scored a goal, but it turns out we had to give it to Javi for that Olympico. More than Jaime, I am excited for Devin to get a, to goal. Get a goal. He's had one. Man, if Olave had scored that at the end of the Galaxy match. Oh, dear wow. Lord. Because he had Benito B. It just went wide. He's just... Not a born finisher? Not, not a striker or a midfielder. If he'd tried to ball it, I'm sure it would have been fine. But <clears throat> Bicycle kick? Mm. Whip it in with his dick. <laughs> like a bicycle kick. Just like, falls backwards. Yeah. Like an elephant's trunk. <laughs> Is it prehensile? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Fascinating. Anyways. We are talking about his legs, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for Devin. This he is how we avoid the mature rating. Yes. Sandoval has worked, especially the last several games in particular, has worked his ass off. Yeah. He's been really and good. He's, he's made progress. I mean, he's always had that work rate. Yeah. He's by no means the fastest player in the team. And that's not a valid argument but that's for the like people the that complain about him. But that's the only criticism that you can have of him. Is he's not that fast. But he doesn't slow. need to be. But he doesn't but need to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not perfect, but he he's a really third-year player. That we got in like the second or third round, right? Robbie Finley yeah. was really fast. Yeah, there you go. You want yeah. fast, get Finley. He, he worked out great the so, second time around. Part of it too, like our midfield wasn't working particularly great, so they'd send in these like, you know, re- like long balls, horrible that, yeah, balls, yeah, thirty yards in front of him. Of course, he's not going to get in front. Yeah, of him. but we saw like a very well weighted ball on Saturday. He finished it without too much... Or he didn't finish He's it. He's so Luke unselfish, one, too, which is unselfish, which is great. Yeah. It's perfect. That's what That's what he's good at, and that's what we need. It's simple. Like, I'm not saying stupid, but the keep it simple, stupid 
soccer. Yeah. yeah. Most forwards would not have passed that ball no. to Luke. Like, like Olmez never would have passed that ball, no. ever. Or, he would have shot it straight at Sean Johnson. Yeah. Or Bradley Wright Phillips, right? Yeah. But he would have scored, probably. Maybe. Yeah. There, there was that one he didn't score against. New York City. Yeah, right. New York City. And oh, God, they're bad. He had a I great tweet about It's going to be awesome. Grab a voyage. Tweeted and said he wants to... Uh, he wants Christ, Christ to trade him back to us I'm because okay Christ, that. this team sucks. Was uh, <laughs> was it a quote? Who would we trade for him? For Gravavoy? Uh, sir. Luke. I'm sorry. I, I, I would think. trade Luke for Ned. I would trade Luke for Ned in a heartbeat. Me I mean, realistically, like, is there anyone we could trade that we'd want to trade to get him back? I wonder. They wouldn't take Luke for Nan. Oh, no, yeah. no. Jason is not. Maybe like Luke like and A Devin. straight across yeah. red. That, I wouldn't do that deal, though. No. Uh-uh. Luke uh, and Olmes? I, Jason Kreis is the sort that I wouldn't be shocked if he was like, I'll take Olmes off your hands. I would be willing to part with Luke and Olmes if it got Ned back. How about just Olmes for Ned? I mean, I, I think Olmes like, like, can be a very good player for this team. It's okay if it is. I'm just asking. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think most of them are actually made out of flesh and not foil, but... Well, so what are we talking about again? Penises. I thought we were avoiding the mature rating. No, this is a frank discussion of the human body. So, Speaking of frank, is... how about Montreal and Frank I Clopas? I thought we were say New York City. Oh, that would be good, too. That would have been much better, but, you know. Look, now it's a heart. Our goal was actually to talk about Montreal. I don't know where like so, where we fell off the wagon, but penises. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. I don't know where we fell off the penis. Wait. Wagon. Penis wagon. Yeah. Anyways. I'm gonna shout that at the next So he game. was suspended last match? Yeah, or for this, this match. Yeah, he's gonna be suspended for this one. Got, yeah. Entering Last the field match, of he was play. suspended for this match for, the, for yeah, the field of play. shouting at a referee or something. I mean, maybe it makes a difference, but uh, I don't know. Are you okay? It's okay. We have a dirty bystander. Oh. I'm so um, sorry. I'm excited to see. I'm going to teabag you. So, anybody. I mean, everybody, every team this year has had a good game or parts of a good game. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how we can do against Montreal and keep up with the form that we're in. Yeah. And they don't have to worry about the CCL anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't make fun exactly of them for that. how yeah. I'd hope it would. Hoped it would. Which I know makes me like a bad sport or something. No, it doesn't at all. I hate that. Like, yeah. oh, you should root if you don't like root for Montreal, then you're a bad supporter. Fuck off. Yeah, I want us to win CCL. Like, it would be the flukiest win. It would be yeah. like Colorado's 2010 MLS Cup win. Oh dear God, that it was one on like own an goal, own goal, thigh ball. Yeah, still is is vivid in my brain. Okay, so that's Montreal. Montreal Mr. Clopas covered, right? Got Clopas covered. Montreal has two points for the year. But they're also six games in hand on everyone else. They haven't played. They've only played like four or five in the last matches. Which is five. remarkable. Five. Yeah. Five. They've played five or that's how many? They've played five, yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is at like double digits. 
Okay, so yeah. let's let's talk injuries really quick, be and like other absences because that's going to make a big difference in this game. We right? don't have anyone suspended, I don't think. No suspensions uh, because Kyle Beckman managed to not get a yellow card in the last game. Woo! Is he on warning? Yeah, Weird. we're like ten games in and he's on warning. Uh, <laughs> all of them have been for yelling at referees. And it feels like here's too, the thing: like, I actually wanted to fouls. talk about this. How many times did you see any RSL player yelling at the referee on Saturday? No. I saw not Vasquez. Who? They kept calling him Velasquez, oh. and yeah, and sometimes they broadcast, and they called him Vasquez too. Vasquez or Velasquez, <laughs> they combined them. Maybe yeah. it was Vasquez. Somebody, the second the Vasquez AR called the penalty. The Somebody yeah. like they sprinted over to the. Oh, AR that was the LA straight. match. That, that was, was Demar. Like, yeah. Demar yeah. lost his shit. Yeah, but like, but we, other than that, we didn't see anybody in the last game like really making a fuss. Yeah, the he, only one was Vasquez. He was doing like the finger with the ref. But we also, had, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a penalty. Like, a a little bit of complaint is expected. Yeah. Did you see who the ref is this weekend? Petrescu. Yes. Yeah, it should be fun. But there's never (laughs) one where we get and we go, yeah, I'm glad it's that guy. He's good. Every week we're like, oh, it's this guy. It's, well, like. I like Alan Kelly. Alan Kelly's good. Okay. I don't remember the name, so yeah, I like him too. He's the one that did the... He's like the Irish guy that does all the big matches. He did, like, the New York match on Sunday. Oh, okay. He's good. He lets everyone play, and he doesn't... I mean, he gave a red in the New York match, but it was totally deserved. Yeah. It was two dumb fouls. So... Yeah. Anyways. Where were we? Montreal. Montreal. Two points. Five games played. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if that's, like, an attitude shift and if that's something that continues, but but, like... Taking a more passive role with the referee seemed to play well in our favor. We just didn't look flustered. Maybe that's down to scoring. Like, and it might also be down <laughs> to the referee not sucking. Yeah, not terribly. I'm putting my I mean, money on that. And there were some some kind of lousy calls, right? Just but, like you'd expect yeah. on you know any game. But like, pre, prior to that, two, like the last like three matches, the bad. refs have been all time bad. Like, yeah, terrible. Yeah. I mean, the Galaxy match they were okay, but yeah. the one before that was just a nightmare. The Van- yeah. was that Vancouver. I don't know, maybe it's a case of, like, yeah. maybe we just need to get our, keep our head down, and if we have a bad referee, we have a bad referee, and... Deal with it. Yeah, don't get five yellow cards in the first ten games. Good call. Or eight games, I think. I think it took... No, four yellow cards in the first eight games, I think, because the next one would be his fifth and his suspension for Beckerman. Okay, so... Oh, he's going to break the record for yellow cards this year. I just hope he headbutts somebody. Fantastic. 82, that's the record. Oh, that's all? Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, so we might actually see Jordan Allen in this match. Despite yeah. departing for the U20 World Cup, Jeff Kassar has asked, maybe it was Craig Weibel, somebody has asked... Tom Ramos. That guy. If... He's the coach. That he he can stick around for this game and then depart. Yeah, oh. and he would fly, I think, straight to New Zealand or wherever yeah. from Montreal. Oh, Which, that would be very nice. Sounds like a great idea to me. Yeah. I would be okay with him just staying and not going to the World Cup. I mean, that that's one of those things, like, as a player, like... You want to go. You can't ask them to not take that opportunity, right? Yeah, no, I agree. You know who else went to the U-20 World Cup? Louis Gill. Ned Grabovoy. Oh, and Louis Gill. And Aaron Mond. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> joked a little Breathe. bit. Breathe. <laughs> Aaron Mond did that, really? Yeah. Mm, that's fun. Anybody can go once. Yeah. Robbie Finley... <laughs> he went to the grown-up World Cup. The grown- 
Yeah. He went to the World World Cup. Do you think Robbie Findlay's career would have been significantly better if he hadn't been taken to the World Cup before his time? I think I his think... career would have been significantly better if he had never gone to Nottingham. Yep. Yeah. I don't think there's any arguing that. Because he had I... no stability there at all. I think five that coaches is in five years. singular Less than five years even. Yeah. solitary reason why he tanked. Yeah. Although he's doing okay in Toronto, but he's he's Robbie Finney's yeah, and he and was I mean he was really good before he left. That's why he left. That's why he went to England. Yeah, he's, he's never gonna be. He's good. He did okay with us. He he's doing okay with Toronto. He's never gonna be the Robbie Finley that we had before. No, it's just oh, that's okay. Yeah. You know who we need to bring back? Not grab a boy. No. Well, yes, but Espindola. At the that link I sent you about Yura. Oh, that's my favorite. Every Mr. year, RFL rumor. Every year that rumor starts. Yeah. Now this one, it's Actually, not it an RSL rumor, uh, but it is a Spartak Moscow rumor. Yeah. As do you want to share the story? So I don't know if you, you might not have heard it, but there's two Armenian that. guys that play for Spartak Moscow, and they. Like head coach of the team now is Turkish, and Turks and Armenians don't historically get along. I think is a conservative way to put it. And apparently, they got into it with him, and now they're gonna sell Yura and the other guy this summer. They're done. They're like playing with the reserve team now. Yura's got like 15 goals with the senior team, and they put he's him been in the killing. Reserves. Yeah, he's had he's had kind of a rough season this year compared to how well he was doing. But he's for sale, and not like we want an arm and a leg for him. It's like we want to get rid of him for sale. Oh, I don't think there's a chance in hell that he comes back on ourselves. No. Oh, we would. It would, make it would be so great. Happy. It would be a great nostalgic thing. And I mean, not that he wouldn't do well, but they're not going to go back to something like that. They already went back with a lobby. They're not going to do it again. Uh, he's what, like 24, 25 now. Yeah, he's still young. And he's a he's much doing better really well. But he's I'm also not against it. I just, but he's also going to cost like a Clint Dempsey transfer fee. Yeah, and then yeah. that's the the thing. It's going to be like. Millions of dollars. The league's not plus and for millions. It, that's for sure. Yeah, dollars. Yeah, the rocks dollars. Millions and millions. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of the deal with Montreal. We shouldn't have Sebastian Jaime and Joao Plata back, but we could have them back the week after. Glenn, you know who we play the, I know week, who after? Play the week after? Does Trav know? No. Ned Grabovoy FC. Oh, that's right. I rescheduled a trip out of town so I could watch that game. That game is going to be out of control. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. This is awful. I had already booked the plane tickets. Where are you guys oh. going? California. Well, you could drive to California. You don't need a plane. Yeah, but we had it scheduled for the 23rd. Oh. Um, and then we looked at the schedule, and I rescheduled it because I'm not missing that. Sorry. No, I'm not upset about it. I just... The whole airplane ticket thing is a little... Did you get, like, vouchers? We, no, we got it taken care of. We're going oh. a week after, but... Oh. I mean, it's really not... Did you just not... tell them somebody died? Now or... you get to say, fuck you, Jason Christ, and go to California. Why would I do that? Because we hate Christ. him now. I, I know. No. It's like no, a no, mandatory was, thing for... Uh, no. I, was, I was totally kidding. Utah sport fans hate everybody who's Small ever done anything mentality. good for you. I. Small market I'm mentality. still bitter. I don't I'm, hate him, but I'm, I am bitter. I'm bitter, but I can still understand it, and yeah. I'm okay. excited to see him again. 
I hope he does well. I'm excited to see him lose. That's kind of... I've actually really delighted in him not doing well. Oh, I meant here. I don't oh, know. no, in general. I'm just... It makes uh, me a little happy. I'm excited that City aren't doing well. Yeah. Not necessarily. That's, and maybe that's what it is. But. I hope with Jason as the head that New York City wins every single game this season except for the ones they play against ourselves. Well, they already fucked that up. So. <laughs> From here on out, <laughs> oh, okay. after the 23rd, they can do whatever the hell they want. Just lose to us. Cause I hope we win like 5-0. I hope we do too, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, I hope we take so great. fucking so shit in. Like, as much as you would be like, I really appreciate everything he did, and he's a great guy, you're, in the back of your head, you're like, man, I would love to just kick the shit out of the team that he manages now. Yeah. And for me, it's it's the leaving in the middle of the season to Manchester that just, like, it still, like, eats at me. Yeah. And it shouldn't. Uh, it's irrational, but... It was business. It wasn't, yeah. like, a personal thing. It's just, like, uh... It is uh, funny, though, to see, <clears throat> like... He's at City and they have all these resources and they can't put a team together that can play. Like it's because he's trying to put together like RSL two, but not yeah. with just RSL players, but with like you know people who have been out of the game for a little bit yeah. and people who are really underrated and people who you know, need a second chance and like maybe it doesn't always work and maybe that worked in MLS like two thousand eight. Yeah, maybe like, it doesn't work now. RJ Allen, that yeah. was my favorite thing on Sunday. The guy that was Manchester City, because Manchester City did a term. I keep saying, man, I'm not doing that on purpose. New York City, um, they put, like, a terrible squad together that has no depth. Yeah. And so they signed a guy to play left back who was coaching youth soccer in Staten Island and hadn't played professionally competitively in two and a half years. Dear Lord. Yeah. It's, he was their starting left back for the New York like derby. Or and he wasn't whatever. bad. It's Sunday league. He was pretty bad. I mean, he was had he the assist on the goal, but he was oh, terrible. Yeah. Both goals were against him down the right side because he was oh. like playing forward when he was yeah. the left back. He was so far out of position. It's funny because Chris Winger is a pretty serviceable left back. Yeah, and they have they have that's one of the positions they have some depth at is is center back, but they have Winger stay there and play this like random dude. Left well, and Kwame was out for yeah. him, right? But, well, and the last time he played professionally was in the Danish third division. Wow. Two well, years ago. So I mean, best of luck to him, but... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, so... That'd be like if Justin Braun had quit the game for a couple of years and then signed with RSL or something. And then his mom was like, you never go out anymore. He had a big, like, shaggy beard. <laughs> and a man I'm going to go write a uh, Justin Braun fan fiction later. <laughs> Expect to see it on rslsoapbox.com. You weren't at the Republic match when Justin Brown was here, but it was fantastic. Did he just. Was his mom there? Yep. Well, was she? Kelsey said she was. Oh. I think she said that. I mean, of course she'd be there. But... We were talking so much shit about him and his mom. And it's like dead quiet, so it's all you could hear. I'm really upset I missed it. I was a little sad about like the Salt Lake reject chance. Because I think that was a Jason Christ reject sort of thing, and not yeah. like him failing out of the team, but like Jason Christ just not knowing how to. I like to the handle Chivas players. reject. That was pretty. Classy. Yeah, that was that was good. I miss Chivas. <laughs> I mean, it's okay that he got booted out of Salt Lake, but the fact that he got traded out of Chivas, I mean, I that he speaks for itself. That he signed with Sacramento like two years later. Actually, no, I think who he went from? Well, to be fair, Chivas they were firing on the white guys. Toronto was it? Toronto and then RSL, yeah, and then Montreal, and then Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, 
It's way too many teams for me to keep track of. Do you think we see Robbie Findlay in USL? Yes. Really? Or an ASL? Yes. Like, maybe that's his level. Maybe he'll go to the Cosmos. That would be really funny. Him and Raul. Oh, dude, that'd be the greatest thing. That'd be the most NASL thing of all time. Robbie Finley and Raul playing together. Raul. Anyways. Okay, so other injury updates. There aren't any really. Plata and I mean. Yeah, uh, Javier Morales still, like, no firm date, and that's because it's down to concussion protocol. I don't so think he'll play this weekend. Yeah, I don't think he will either, play. but... But, you know, he'll be good to go. If he can be back for New York, though, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. All those guys that were, like, the older guys are going to be super fired up for that match. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just still remarkable that he got whistled for the foul on that play. Oh, yeah, when he played the ball. That's what the official explanation was. He played the ball when he knew a defender's foot was nearby. It was a dangerous play. That was probably the worst refereed match I've seen in MLS in a while. Oh, was, yeah, San Jose, not Vancouver, yeah. San Jose. Yeah. I know the way to San Jose. Yeah. Do you know the way to San Jose? Okay, uh, so let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk listener questions, and then we'll end this thing once and for all. Cool. Last show. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. It's episode 40. This is. We have 60 more to go before we can declare like a last show. 60. We're back. We're recording again. <laughs> and Trav had a question, and I thought it was probably more interesting than any of the listener questions you guys sent in. Do you hear so that, we're going to listen to... What yeah. was her question, anyway? There's a bunch. She uh, like three. And hers are actually pretty good, you dick. So my question, from me, <laughs> to me, and Dad. you guys. Oh, thanks. And, and listeners. I almost called them readers. <laughs> you guys can't Only read. if they're blind. Um, oh, we should transcribe the podcast. Then go. we'd see how awful it is every week. Oh, that sounds awful. Do you guys think in the next, say, five to ten years, do you see RSL signing? No, I mean, not using a DP player, but or a DP spot, but a full-on like Robbie, like a marquee player. like a marquee player. Like somebody that uh, people across the country have heard of and have watched. I would play. say closer to ten years than five years. Yeah, but I think it'll happen. It's a clear goal of Deloy Hansen. Like he has said repeatedly, that's he wants to like be that sort of owner that provides those sorts of resources. That's, and at some point, it'll be hard to resist. Like that's kind of why like you want to laugh off the Euro thing, but like that is just like man. Because Deloya said, I'll make the money available. If there's a big name that we could get and we could bring to the team and it would make a difference. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, and Europe would be that guy. Like, people in MLS know him and people in Europe know him and he has history here. I don't know if he would come back here. I don't know if he, I don't think no, he had no. any bad feelings. No, I, everything I've heard is that he left but, on good terms. Yeah. And Sabo's like, I don't, you know, how, I'm not saying he's going to be retired next week, but he's 33. You don't know how long he's going to be here. Yeah, he's not going to be here he, for the next 10 years. He said he wants to play in the next World Cup, but. Oof. Yeah, well, that's ambitious. That's yeah. not up to us. So. Yeah, oh yeah. It'll be good for Saprisa to have a player on yeah. Costa Rica's World Cup team. Yeah, I could see, I could see something like He seems to like Utah well enough. Yeah, he does, yeah. And he likes he, his family being Do you think here. he could make the Costa Rican squad playing for Monarchs? <laughs> 
That could be fun. Who are we talking about again? Sabarillo. <laughs> Playing for the Monarchs. Uh, could... Just like a pipe dream in three years when he's like, Sabarillo. I don't want to run so much. You think when he hits 40, he's just going to downgrade? He's going like, to be like yeah. Fat Ronaldo. <laughs> Still you. making international squads. But... If you guys haven't seen the highlights or just the game with Fat Ronaldo making his final appearance, like his, I guess, formal retirement. Yeah. After he hadn't played for like 10 years because of his thyroid issues, you need to go and watch that right now. Can that we may... watch after the podcast? Yes. That sounds okay. good. I have never seen so much jiggling in a soccer <laughs> match in my life. He played in the, like that Leo Messi charity match or whatever oh, it was he? last year at Yankee Stadium or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what he did. But yeah, I mean, I think we do sign that sort of player, but I have no idea, like, the type of marquee it would be. I think if it's a big name, it's going to be, like, in, towards the end of his career. Yeah. But it's going to well, be I mean, someone that's going to give you are. a couple years. I mean, with the exception of, you know, like, Clint yeah, Dempsey. They, yeah, they are, Americans, The league is, yeah. like, moving away from that to a point. I mean, because yeah. there's been some guys that have been signed that are, like, Giovinco. Yeah, we've got, like, Giovinco and, I get, like, Dempsey and starting... And Obafemi Martins. And yeah. Obafemi Martins. Who I hate from, like, every, every cockle of my soul. Yeah. Those Schalke guys are going to end up here this summer. That'd be I good. I know it. Like, Boateng, Kevin Prince Boateng. Would you take him at Real Salt Lake? Yes, I would. Yeah. But he wouldn't fit in because he has that terrible attitude. Like... Well, and that's the thing. It's... You have to find the right fit. We have to find the right fit. Too. We're not... We don't have the team or the locker room... Yeah, they're not. Or even like... the the fan support in Utah to support somebody that's gonna be like that. Oh, we could sign Jack Wilshire. Oh man, that'd be so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom, cost of cocaine sign, in Salt Lake hey, would go up. Tom Cleverly is gonna be on a free this summer. No. Oh. No. <laughs> Who else is English and uh James Wilson? He plays for United. He's actually really good. Do we have any more really listener questions? We could get. Yeah, oh yeah, we have plenty of listener get questions. Yanajai. But this was interesting. Yanajai wants to leave United. We could get him. Adnan Yanajai. That's a great name. We should just sign. We should just have Deloitte buy like Southampton. <laughs> okay, down. We should get Robin Van Persie. Has Has Arsenal not... locked in fourth place yet? Are they? Is it still third place? Actually, we're third, we're third, yeah, really third place, and we could keep it. We're, we oh no! Have I'm thinking of Liverpool's in fifth, right? Yeah, United's in never third. mind. I'm sorry. I was trying United's to take a jab fourth. at Matt. It's okay. And I fucked oh, up. Oh yeah, my United's team. in fourth. Arsenal's in third. I know. It's it's a strange feeling. This. There's still plenty of time for Arsenal to screw it up. Meanwhile, There's plenty Tottenham. of time for United Meanwhile, to Tottenham's screw it up in too. My eighth. So we won't talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna start with listener questions. Okay. Do you want to tell them? Mark McClellan five hours ago asked for what? Question oh. mark. I said we're still waiting because we weren't getting any questions. Except oh. for what? Good question, Mark. Glad you brought that up. Fuck off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks for the logo. And we the uh, we still appreciate the logo. It's did you get your shirt? Yeah, I, I love it. It's very comfortable. I like the little amazing cube logo. Yeah, I have a sticker here. I'm gonna put it on something later. I'm gonna put one on my car. Stop sign. You rebel. <laughs> I know. You're I, a uh, prostitute. Oh, well, why did I put a sticker on prostitute? To mark her as yours. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about Trevor's question, which wasn't was like half not a question, but that's okay. I think he was setting the scenario. That's true. 
It was a hypothetical. You don't have to defend Trevor here. I, he's not here to. If defend anything, himself, we discourage so it. We like to take. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. Advantage of Trevor. Oh. So Charles asked, "What is this OTC podcast thing? I am unfamiliar with it." Oh, Charles Barnard. Yeah, good question, Charles. Why don't uh, you give us some stats about it? Number of podcasts recorded in the last five weeks by Off the Crossbar. Zero. One. Oh, one. Well, I mean, kind of. It's not done. Yeah. Okay, next question from Charles Barnard again. It's a real question. What do you see as Jordan Allen's ideal position on the field? Where he plays, like, a wide midfielder? I would say wide. Yeah. Goalkeeper. <laughs> next question. But he's more of, like, an inside forward than a wide playmaker. I, I, I'd like to see him in more of a trek artista. Uh, but I think we're only going to see him... As a false nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, football manager. How I adore thee. You missed my guitar. Okay. Charles has another question. Uh, because that one was pretty straightforward. We'll just move on. It is clearly, like... Where he plays. Yeah. And maybe it is the left side. Should we talk about that? What's his best side? The left side. Left side so he can cut inside? Right side so he can go wide? Or, Either or. just go both? I think he's got the better... Well, I like the idea of him on the left, just so he can cut in. Yeah. Because he's got the ability, once he cuts in, to take on more than one defender. And he'll yeah. attack the goal. And he'll attack the goal. Yeah. And he won't dribble into Omar Gonzalez's chest. And he won't just... <laughs> Luke. And he won't just pass the ball without looking where he's passing it. Yeah. He's also, sort of also Luke. a perfect person. Also Luke. He's the last dragon. Okay, uh, RSL is currently only giving up a goal every 90 minutes, says Charles Barnard. What has been the key to their defensive success? Only allowing a goal every 90 minutes. No. <laughs> um, uh, it's certainly not like out-possessing no. anybody, because that hasn't been the I case. I think they're, they recover really well, like, if that yeah. makes sense. We've they're been recovering, good. I think, yeah. but... Unless it's I like... <laughs> doing, like... In order to do that, we've been pressuring really well. Yeah. yeah. Anytime it's in our half, we've got, I mean, at least one, obviously, getting to the ball and making them do something with them. They don't give them time to pick up their head and <laughs> pull the Luke and just dribble straight at the goal. Yeah. Yeah, we're pressing a lot, like, when the people yeah. has the ball. Mm-hmm. And then our defense. in our half, right? It's very yeah, in our half. Not no. outside of our half, and which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It's like um, reverse tiki taco. There you go. It's more like a tiki taco. If you just get the ball and go, ah! And give it away. There you go. See, and we did that really well at the start of the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Olave, I think, has actually come into his own. And I think, like, one, one thing I noticed was, like, when Elias Vasquez gave up the ball in a really awful position with a t- horrible tackle in the last game, like, Olave just sort of, like, he was running at a normal pace, and then he was just suddenly in the right spot It's again. like he has a boost button. Yeah. That's... He's got nos. Yeah. yeah. He has not. Too soon, Junior. He's... I really like Olave, and he he makes up for his mistakes. He makes up for others' mistakes. But he's... I mean, I feel like he's 50-50. I'm glad he's on the team, but he's... Would you rather he's, have Borchers? No. You're the man. Because I agree with you. I miss Bort. I miss the shit out of Borchers. 
but it's we have players coming up to fill his role where yeah. we didn't have players I, coming. I think we don't fill the Borchers role perfectly. Yeah, and we don't. Vasquez. We don't. Yeah. We didn't have somebody to replace the other center back. Yeah, yeah. like Carlos Alcada. Well, God, I hate how good he's gonna be. It makes me so mad. Me too. Yeah. Well, do you think his dad listens to our podcast? Hey, I hope I he does. does. I hope he does too. Um, there you go. That'll do it. There's that mature rating we were going for. <laughs> Anyways. No, but I think Alavi's really good, and I'm glad I, he's a needed... He fills a needed role on the team, but he's going to, he's going to give up as, much, as many goals as he recovers. He's going to make up for others' mistakes and his own, and, you know, like goal line clearances type of thing. Scores um, some really great own goals too. Scores some really true. great own goals, but that's fantastic. that's what I'm talking about. It wasn't yeah. quite. Uh, but we haven't ball. seen as much of that lately. No, like, not as lately. Real, there was a lot of that in the first few weeks. Yeah. But, but we the last still have, couple. I mean, not even the last two, just the last like four weeks. He's been great. Yeah, and I agree. But we, I mean, we still have a long way to go. Yeah. yeah. And even when he was here last time, and he was in his prime, there was still there was still those mistakes that. Yeah. I think that's one of the like. Interesting thing is going into the summer is who's going to be that fourth center back because you're going to need someone because you have Open Cup and CCL yeah. and because right now it's just the three that you know Vasquez, Schuler, Lave. Yeah. And is it going to be Mond like Kavita? Glad Kavita. Those are all good questions. I mean, uh, Kavita hasn't been fantastic. Like for Monarchs, that that okay. academy kid has been like the best center back on the team. It seems like for he's Monarchs. only played the one game, but yeah, but he was perfect. Acosta, is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Daniel Acosta. He was Daniel. really good. Yeah. That was the game we won, wasn't it? No, zero zero. That was LA. Yeah. Oh, not zero zero. But yeah. So yeah, uh, I think it's a mixture of things. It's good uh, coaching. Good defensive coaching, right? Jeff Cesar. It's not a. Uh, I think C.J. Brown seemed like a very nice person. I don't know if he was the best defensive coach. But Wasn't he the defensive coach the year that we had like the all-time record? That was Robin defense. Frazier. Oh, that's right. He left, and we took a pretty big step back, but I don't know. Who is it now? Um, Seattle guy. Yeah. Uh, the Jamaican. I feel like I should remember his name. I always think it's Tyrone Mears, but that's not it. I'm drawing a blank. He's a player still. Defensive coach. I spelled coach without a C. Coach. No, that's oh the H. I meant I meant H. Coach. Oh. Uh, let's see. Club. Front. Oh no, coaching and technical staff. We'll wait. Why is he not listed here? I feel like I'm getting the run around here. I'm just gonna search RSL defensive coach on Google. That's what I'm doing too. Unrelated, do you guys see Memphis Depay's 35 oh, yard free kick? That kid's really, days ago? That kid's really good. I will Google that as well. Alright, so. Uh, if you remember who it is and we still haven't figured it out by the time you listen to this, please let us know. Ah. Uh. It's like right there. Is it Tyrone something? He used to play for Jamaica. Tyrone Marshall. There we go. I knew that. No, but he's not listed anymore, which is... I don't even he's know He's definitely still with the team. Yeah. 
I'm gonna. Oh, there he is. His picture isn't there, which is a shame because I thought he. I don't know. He looks nice. I guess. Okay, so maybe coaching does have something to do with it. I don't know. Okay, so he's let's... right on the team page. I know, I was looking at the pictures. Oh, okay. And he was not there. Next question. Okay, next question. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Kelsey Price of Sacramento Republic asks, where are the other drugs going? She instructed us to use a Batman voice. Uh, <coughs> where are the drugs going? waiting all week to do that. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> okay. You sounded like the like perverted back. Swear to me! Just yell Rachel. <laughs> Where's Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I get to do this into a microphone. <laughs> For people to hear. For people to hear. Okay, uh, next question. Jordan Allen. Getting minutes because he is all that he... Because all that... Oh. Hmm. Do you need okay. help? Kind of. Getting minutes because he is all that he is hyped up to be, or because RSL is lack, lacking depth. This is again from Kelsey Price. She adds, P.S. I'm so on his hype train. Me too. I think it's, it's not depth. It's both. Maybe. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not short. You know, it's not like a... We've got... You can use the Batman voice if you want. No. Do the oh, whole, wait. Answer the whole question in the Batman voice. No. Give you some chocolate. I'm good. You can have chocolate anyway. Um, we're not stacked in midfield right now, but we do. I mean, we've got a couple injuries, right? Yeah, but he was a little bit short forward, like before the yeah. shift. But he's. I think regardless. Of, there. Well, yeah. Regardless of how many players we have on the roster, he's earning that starting spot right now. Yeah. He's earning earning ninety minutes. Yeah, maybe the lack of depth gave him a chance. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's taken it with both hands, as they say. He's throttled the chance. Is that good? You yeah. throttle the chance? <laughs> I don't know. With both hands. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, so I think the answer is yes. And that ends our listener questions. That's it? We did have one from one Travis Kane recording with the OCC podcast tonight. Lord help me. He's still here, so I, I guess assume all like is dick. well. I know, who wouldn't want to record with us? My bad. How long has this podcast been? See, that's why no one would want to record with us. One hour, 12 minutes. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Normally we hit, like, an hour 45. Yeah. So, I guess that ends it. Uh, Travis is the newest member of the podcast. We could play... We used to play Ned or Cole. And we've been searching for a new game to play ever since. We tried Fanny or Pekka, but since none of them, neither of them have really played, it's just it's not like, like... So, an example was, who's more... The best one we did was, one of them was, who's more likely to have an acoustic guitar at a party and play Wonderwall by Oasis, Ned or Cole? <laughs> and Cole was the answer, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah, obviously. So we did Fanny or Pekka, but they don't ever play for us. They have the funniest names. So are we doing Ned or Cole? No. They don't play for us either. I feel like we need a new one. We've we've tried Tony and with Tony in there, you could throw in some really good. We ones. should do yeah. Demar or Kenny. Oh, how about Tony or Demar? Ooh, that's good. All right, let's Pops play Tony or Demar. 
Who's got one? I don't have one. I don't have one either. I'm new to this game. You just say, like, who would... Who's more likely to have a bookcase full of board games? Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony, if you'd like to come over and play board games anytime, you uh, can come over if you ask first. If you don't ask, I'll be very startled and... Um, Still be okay with it. Yeah, but you might startle me, so be prepared. Who's more likely to score a goal this season? I mean, Damar. Do you think so? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Tony. Nice. Wow. Plus, I, I just it. really want Tony to score. Me too. I Who has better hair? Tony. Tony. He looks like one of the bad guys from Munich. <laughs> I really like his hair right now. It's uh, it, it should be good if he continues at this pace. Uh, I think his hair development has been going exceedingly well uh, in 2015. It's like the Jordan Allen of hair. <laughs> the um, best part is uh, it's been with the team for a long time, um, but it's only really now starting to come out of its shell. So in that way, literally. maybe it's more like Abdullah Mansali. Who's more likely to get into a verbal spat with Jason Kreiss during that New York City match? Tony. Ooh, you think so? Yeah. I would pay to see that. I bet I bet Tony is like ha- harbors that resentment that I do because I want him to. <laughs> no real reason. No. Just because I want him to. What if we had real reasons on this podcast? True. Is that enough or do we need another one? Oh, we need another one. Um Who's more likely to be on Tinder? Damar. Damar. <laughs> Yeah. Is there a Tinder for, like, book lovers? Because that's what Tony would be on. It's called Red. Damar would be on Tinder. Tony would be on eHarmony or something. <laughs> He'd have pictures of him with his dog, though. Tony Match. would have pictures com. of him with his dog. He'd pay the $59 for the premium account. <laughs> yeah. He would take her out on, to Ballet West. Nobody's on OkCupid. I went to a really good Utah Symphony event the other Nobody night. Nobody got the reference. No, I did. I did. Oh, okay. I wish there was video of that. <sighs> who, who would bake better cookies? Tony. Tony. Whose cookies would get you higher? Tony's. I <laughs> <laughs> see. I wouldn't be surprised if if Tony Beltran had like, you know, like a really considered recipe for something like that, though. With like pharmaceutical. Yeah. Tony has it in a humidifier. Yeah. Closet. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll probably just like and, grind it up and like yeah. put it on top of the cookie and he'd be using like a Demar has it in a, a cookie jar in the back seat of his car. Tony has it in a cigar humidifier box. Yeah, that would probably be the same for like cookies too. Probably he's got like a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Who uh, watches uh, Ancient Aliens at night when they can't sleep? Neither. Aside from me. <laughs> I don't think either does. Oh. I yeah. bet I can see Damar like really binging on that for Watching some reason. Watching it like, what the fuck is this? I wish I could do a good Jamaican accent because I'd say something like, "These American shows are weird," or you know, something like that. I think that was who a was great that guy accent. with the hair? That was a great Jamaican accent. Right Thank there. you. I opted to not do one, and in not doing who, one, this I is may have done one. a better one. Who do you think listens to more Bob Marley? I'm Damar. Like. It's part of being know. a Jamaican, right? Maybe that's just a stereotype. I th- Tony Beltran listens to... Actually, and this brings us back around to Montreal. 
One of his favorite bands is uh, Canadian indie rock outfit Stars. Are they from Montreal? I think so. Let's let's Google it. How do you know that? This is the this is the point where I I really like Stars too. Checked out. Mm. Oh, they're from. I was going to say completely unqualified. Well, they are from Canada, uh, but yeah, they're they're from Toronto. Do you think he also likes of Montreal? Maybe, but like only their older albums. After they lost that more like indie feel and went to a more electronic feel, he just couldn't connect with them anymore. I didn't know they did that. And in in doing nah. so, I revealed that I kind of wish I was Tony Buckman. So, hit stop there. <laughs> okay, we're back recording so that we can say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.